of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Yeah, come on, let's go. We're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market in beautiful downtown Kenton. Do you believe it's 67 degrees outside? Dude, this weather is fantastic, man. Outstanding, fantastic, loving. It's a little windy. We, you know, 25-mile-an-hour winds supposedly through, uh, like, 4 a.m. this morning or coming up tonight or 25, whatever it is. So. Where I live, there's 75-mile-an-hour gust, and I put a guy up on a ladder outside my house. What do you mean you had somebody on a ladder? I'm what the give hell you happened? two choices to start this program today. One right. has to do with yeah. Lucy the Wonder Dog at the dog park last night. The other has to do with my internet connection at home. Where do you want to start? Well, which one involves the guy on the ladder? That's what I want to hear. That would be the intranet story. All right, start with that, then. Brian, then we'll get to Lucy. Sound effect, please. There's a damn squirrel eating my internet line. <laughs> <laughs> what? So shout out to my guy, Carl Rauch, AT&T. Comes over to fix it. I thought it was a problem with my router. He says, it's not in your house. It's outside. He gets outside on the ladder. Winds whipping up and down the boardwalk like it was Santa Claus coming to town again. Here's the problem. Guy has to get up on a ladder, and there's 75-mile-an-hour wind gust. So what did I do? What would you do? Left for work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you think I'm going to hold that sucker? <laughs> you don't want to be responsible but if thank he you. falls. <laughs> he gets up there. I called him a couple of minutes ago. I just checked to see how it's going. He goes, well, you got some problems up here. I said, what is it? He says, well, one of the lines has been chewed up. I go, those damn squirrels, Brian. That's it? Small squirrel? Bigger squirrels. Big squirrels. Wow. Then he comes with this. There's a hornet's nest in here. I go, you didn't get stung, did you? Oh, they're, it's they're, dead they're, they're now, dormant right? right now, he said. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you get rid of the, the nest? Or you got to call pest control? I don't, I don't know what to do. That, that's, a, that's a question between Carl and uh, the exterminator. Carl? I Carl. said Carl's his name. Carl, Carl oh, Roush, okay. AT&T. Well, do you not pay attention to me, Brian? I, I forgot his name, too. Carl Roush. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl the, the groundskeeper. Carl the groundskeeper. <laughs> Carl Spackler. <laughs> Uh, get oh, this. You, get it, get you want to the nest, dude. Small world you. getting smaller. Guess where Carl's from? Oh, let's see. Um, it's got to be somewhere in Stark County because yep. you, you, you're sounding like uh, he knows people that you know. Seven I'm degrees gonna... of separation, Kenny. Let's oh, put it right oh. there. Seven degrees. So it's somebody you know. No, I didn't know him. Where... <laughs> he lives <laughs> no. in East Sparta. Let me just cut to the chase. All right, guys. He lives in East Sparta, but he's from the Sandy Valley. He went to Sandy Valley, so of course he knows who. He knows Frank Salona and Jeff Bowles, probably Bingo. the two biggest, you know, Sandy Valley alumni. Not only that, he knows John Borsellino. Anybody that knows Borsellino down there knows that this guy's got to be some kind of an athlete. Here, he was a former softball, fumble ball player from way back when. Played at Krause's Pizza, Thirtieth Street, a couple of other bars, and everything else. 
I couldn't get out of that house. We were talking about everything. So he came to fix your uh, uh, router or your intranet situation, and he ended up doing a talk show with him. It's basically what Love this guy. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. <laughs> Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! They're great kid, not golfers. The little brown furry rodents. We can Easy, do that. Easy, Carl. Don't kill anything, Carl. Unless they're squirrels. <laughs> you want to hear the Lucy story real quick? All right, yeah, so that's your uh, on-the-ladder story. What happened with Lucy? Is she okay? Lucy's great. Uh, the last couple of times she's been to the dog park, it's been an adventure, to say the least. A couple of weeks ago she went there. She was running the fence, as she always does. Something got her in the eye. She's okay. She had a little bit of a scratch. Had a couple of eye drops in there, and she's good to go. Yesterday, you know this dog is a space invader. You've been here when it was bring your dog to work day, and you know what happens. Yep. Yep. She gets into everybody's business, especially the other dogs. Well, she likes this one bigger dog. The, the dog's name is Belle. Big black dog, right? Yeah. Every time the dog goes to do her business, Lucy's got to be right there. Usually she likes to pee on that business, right? Dog goes number two. Lucy marks it as her own. Lucy got too close to this dog yesterday. No. That dog pooped on her head. No. Right oh on her head. <laughs> That'll teach you. Mess with the bigger dogs, will you? So who cleaned Lucy, you or, or Lisa? I was at work, and I had to stay late, as you could probably imagine. Uh, me to Poor Lucy. Lucy got Here's the thing, dog. though. Didn't even phase this dog. She's like a 22-pound French bulldog. And I mean, when you, I understand why it's a bull breed. She didn't right. care. She got pooped on and didn't nope. mind it. Didn't okay, care. there you go. Uh, Lucy the Wonder that's Dog. Right. Uh, uh, that's a bass makes, and a makes, half right makes there. Makes me wonder sure. what the Cavaliers are going to do tonight if Joel Embiid plays. <laughs> He's stronger than our guys, Kenny. Well, you understand what where I'm getting at? I, I was trying to figure out the correlation sure between Lucy getting pooped on and Joel Embiid. Evan Mobley doesn't let Joel Embiid poop on him. Oh my goodness gracious! I was wondering how you're going to bring that, that stuff in here. Man. Get that weak stuff out of here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thunder from the sky. Thunder. Uh, <laughs> lot was coming from the skies. Lucy was looking up. <laughs> Cavaliers, what won seven in a row now? How about this, man? Cavs a seven-game winning streak. Sixers a three-game winning streak, and the Bucks, who are uh, ahead of the the you know Cavs and Sixers. Bucks have won 11 in a row, man. Three of the hottest teams in the league are all uh, in the Eastern Conference. Did you watch that game last night? I did not see any Oh, of it was a good game. Milwaukee struggled with Boston's backups, and it yeah. took overtime for Milwaukee to come through with the win. I, I don't know how I feel about that team, and I know Middleton was under a minutes restriction, so he didn't play in the overtime. It didn't right. play as much as I would think that he would play in the fourth quarter. Philadelphia, weird team. We beat them once. Last ten games, they're seven and three. We're eight and two. Um, we really haven't beat anyone. I don't know who they've been playing. Embiid is listed as a game time decision, although I think he'll play. He's and, gonna play. And the yeah. Cavaliers, you wonder how good they really are. Maybe they were looking ahead of them because we know they struggled against San Antonio the other night. Well, remember this: the reason why I say Embiid's gonna play, even though he's listed, you know, day to day or questionable, <laughs> whatever it is. Cavaliers blew them out earlier this year, and they they handed uh, Philadelphia one of their worst losses 
of the season, 113-85 to back on November 30th, and Embiid only had 19 points in that game. Yeah. So uh, paybacks as well as JT, Cavs are only a game behind that Philadelphia right. team, right? So Cavaliers win tonight. They're tied for the third-best record in the Eastern Conference going into the All-Star break. Philadelphia wins tonight. Put a little space between themselves and the Cavs. It, think about it. It's a two-game swing tonight. You're either tied or you're two games back. So this is a big game for Philadelphia. They want to, uh, you know, offer up some payback for getting beat by the Cavs earlier yeah. this year. But it's just as big of a game for the Cavaliers because it's a barometer test, right? Okay, we beat all these cupcakes in this seven-game winning streak. Right. How do we do against one of the better teams mm-hmm. on their court? And so. Uh, Big game for both teams tonight, and that's why it's on national TV on ESPN this evening. It's the only team that I can think of in recent memory within the last couple of weeks, and I may be wrong, that's actually ahead of the Cavaliers in our division. Yeah, well, Milwaukee Cavs, Milwaukee's in first place in the Central. Cavs are in second place in the mm-hmm. Central. But in the Eastern Conference, yeah, it goes Milwaukee, it goes Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, Cleveland. So we're fourth yeah. best in the Eastern Conference, second best in our division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee is only a half game behind uh, the Boston Celtics now after beating them last night mm-hmm. for the best record in the NBA. So uh, the, these are some of the best teams right now, and the Cavaliers, like I said, this is an opportunity for them to really flex their muscles, mm-hmm. uh, go out, get a win, make a statement going into the All-Star break that when we come back for the sprint to the finish, we're going to be a team that you have to deal with and be, you know be reckoned with. This team where they're at right now, what is it, 38-22? and 22? Yeah. I don't know if I thought they'd be ranked as high as they are right now. I don't think – I thought that maybe they would have started to slip by now. Don't you think that by now you would have been passed by teams like Miami, maybe yeah. Chicago? Where the hell is Atlanta in all of this? This team, I think you can start saying, is for real. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, I saw this note online this morning. The Cavaliers at 38-22, and 22, you mentioned this yesterday, have sold out every game this season at home. They're 25-6 and six at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. They're just six wins away from last year's total wow. of 44 and with 22 uh, games to go. So they're going to they're gonna hit that and surpass that. And right. how about this? At the 60-game mark last year, Cavs were 36-24. and 24, So mm-hmm. they're two games ahead of last year's pace. And you can't just play the schedule game because the teams ahead of us have played these – not really good teams as well, right? And Correct. you're still number four team right here in the East, so that's got to stand for something. But it's going to be a really good test to see how they do against the team. We know a couple of things is they're better than us by one game, and we're not really good on the road, but we've been better. Cavaliers' defense has really picked up, and we referenced two points of importance yesterday, right? We, we referenced the loss to Miami, that they blew mm-hmm. that game at home to Miami, and the skirmish between Donovan Mitchell right. and um, I forget the guy's name already. Brooks, uh, I think. Was it Brooks? Yeah. Uh, so uh, with the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Since that point, it's toughened them up mentally and physically both. And their defense has been outstanding in this seven-game win streak. The offense at times inconsistent, but the defense, if it's there every night and a, a buddy of mine, uh, told us this uh, when Cameron was playing high school basketball. Defense travels. Your shot may not because you're going on the road and uh, playing in an unfamiliar mm-hmm. place in your mind because you only play there once or twice a year, right? 
So the shot may struggle on the road, but if you play defense, that travels to every arena because it doesn't matter what the arena looks like or what the backdrop is. Mm -hmm. Defense isn't affected by that. So if you can continue to play defense this way, then you're going to win more road games than you have in the first half of the season because that will keep you in games and hopefully you come around on the offense. You know what else carries 60 games into a season? When you're a new team and you're learning how each one of your teammates play. And I think that's got a lot to do with this Cavalier team. Offensively, they're not where they want to be yet, but they're getting better offensively too because they've always been good defensively. They've All season long, they've been one of the league leaders in defense. But now you're seeing the front court catch up to the back court. And if this continues right now, it's going to be interesting to see how we perform against a better team like the 76ers. It's going to be a great game tonight. All right, I'm going to do some quick math on the air for you, right? The top four starters for each team, what their uh, combined average is, okay, or combined total points per game is. Uh, Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, and Allen, let's see, 48, 58, 63, 73, uh, 77, 79 points per game. How about that quick math, man, Uh, for the Cavaliers from their top four starters. For the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. Uh, do the quick math on that. They're at 54, 74, 89, 90. So they average 90 points per game from their top four. Cavaliers average 79 points per game from their top four. So advantage, at least on paper there, for Philadelphia. That's where this bench comes in, JT. And uh, the, the official press release is up at whbc.com, Kenny and JT show page. Danny Green has officially signed with the Cavaliers. He's part of the team. Don't know if he'll be in action tonight. We'll have to see. But he hopefully will bolster that bench from the experience standpoint on the court and in the locker room. Mm-hmm. But also knocking down one or two threes, coming off the bench, and playing good defense right. on the wing. Uh, and he's a guy that probably will, late in the game, I could see him matching up with either Fine. James Harden or Tobias Harris. And, and that would be a good thing for this team. Possibly. Remember, he's still coming off the ACL that he had last year. I don't expect way too much from Danny Green, but what I do expect now is maybe more from Karis LeVert now that he doesn't have to worry about being traded. And let's right. face it, any one of these guys, when their name starts getting you know, put into those trade talks, you can say you don't listen to it, but you hear it. You see it somewhere. You might not listen to sports talk radio, but somebody puts it online somewhere. Everybody yeah. in this day and age is on social media. Your name pops up, you're going to start thinking about it. And we know this is a close-knit team. And those numbers, they're great. But again, I want to look at the more more recent numbers because it seems as though the front court is really catching up to the back court. Back court we knew could score. We had a point guard come in that hadn't played here in over it never played here until this season. Scored yeah. 71, was averaging 30 points a game. Darius Garland didn't know what he was going to do. Darius Garland was injured the first part of the season. So it took them some catching up to do, and I also think now that you're finally starting to see Evan Mobley come around to whereas you know, midway through this start of the season, we would have thought, okay, he's playing better than any of the sophomore class, we'll call them, second-year pros. But we didn't know how good he can be. Now you watch him, this dude is a budding all-star slash superstar. In the next couple of years, it's really going to show. And it's starting to prove already that this guy, he's got an inside game, he's got an outside game. Defensively, he's already ahead of uh, the curve, I guess I would say. 
Holy Mobley, mm-hmm. pow! Yeah, th- this guy's coming on offensively. He's been there all year defensively, right? Nice. He affects the game in so many ways, and a lot of those ways, uh, it goes unnoticed on the in the box score on the stat mm-hmm. sheet, right? We talked about it yesterday. Altered shots, not block shots. Yeah. He's averaging 1.4 block shots a game, so that leads to Cavs. But uh, I would say add to that, JT, about three or four more altered shots every game, right, defensively. And that's huge. And then those turn into rebounds and runouts, and you go the other way. So uh, Mobley is playing outstanding basketball. Let's hope it continues to get better on the offensive end, and he maintains that defensive intensity game in and game out. Dude's only 21, and you just referenced defense and offense. (laughs) Chris Fedor just uh, tweeting out, there's no sign of Cavs Ricky Rubio. This morning at shoot-around in Philly, listed as questionable with an illness, so I'll go ahead and say that he's not playing tonight. No news okay. yet on Danny Green availability. A couple well, of things maybe to keep that, an eye on. Maybe that speeds up Danny Green's uh, you know, maybe. debut with the Cavaliers uh, if Rubio is indeed out like uh, you think uh, he's going to be, and I agree with you on that. So mm-hmm. we'll talk more about this big game. In fact, coming up a little later, we're going to hear from Danny Green, newest member of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we're going to hear from a former Cavalier. Well, you know, it's just one of them things and whatnot and all. Uh, Brad Doherty was on with our good buddy, Tim Alcorn, and Jim Jones last night on Cavaliers HQ. It's Cavaliers headquarters, right? And uh, it's a show that's on weekly on uh, the Cavs radio network. And I was running some errands last night and picking up dinner for Valentine's Day. And so I was listening to it. And we're going to hear the conversation that Brad Doherty had with both Jim Jones and and Tim Alcorn about the Cavaliers. A great conversation. That's why I told Brian to find that. So plenty of Cavs stuff to get to. And how about this? 4 o'clock, Joe Thomas talked with members of the media today uh, about the induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame coming up in August. We'll hear that interview with Joe Thomas. And we have some chili open tickets to give away today. A four-pack of tickets, a chance for you to win some chili open tickets. We're going to get to all of that and so much more. 330-450-1480. Phone lines are open right now. It's the Kenny and JT Show. The Roadman and JT on 1480 WHBC.